0: to the Lois Effect and Universal Energy Radio. My name is Elisa.
1: My name is Liz. (laughs) (sighs) How are you? I'm doing all right. Not too shabby for this Tuesday morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's beautiful. I'm very happy to hear that. So, apparently, and this may... So much sense when I put two and two uh, together. I I don't know if you've noticed this recently, and I know we do this sort of twice a week, but it always feels like we go from Thursday to Tuesday. It feels like more time than actually has passed has passed. Right. But yet, right? So apparently there is a uh and again for all the 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 talk of astrology and planets i know so little so 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 little but whatever i glean I, i i sometimes i just feel intuitively like okay there's there's just something atmospherically planetarily going on i need to do a little investigation so um we're actually in a thing called uh I've been I don't know if I'm going to pronounce it correctly Chiron C H Yeah Chiron uh, yeah. Chiron Now what
0: is that? Is that a planet? What is that? What's Chiron? I don't think it's necessarily a planet but it it's some type of celestial body. That's what it <laughs> I is. Don't know. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right, Chiron. Right. Yeah, Chiron is a wounded healer. So as uh, a star, a okay. star or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think it's
1: yeah, it's a celestial body, wounded healer. hashtag Wounded healer. Like we should just, you know, wounded healer all day. <laughs> all day. Get, make a t shirt. Tell Anna. Go ahead. Heat up the presses. <laughs> and I just found that um, it just makes so much sense that you know all like wonderful opportunities to be can you know could be coming in but ultimately um, there is a discomfort that comes with uh, growth and it's just oh so right now it's in retrograde well, mm-hmm. I don't know anything from this so I'm doing a little digging right so apparently it takes uh I guess right now it's uh it goes from like every four years it goes from uh sign to sign, but right now it's uh gonna be hanging out from now till December twenty third. So from July nineteenth to December twenty third. It's in retrograde and so basically with the wounded, and I love that you knew that, but of course you, of course you do. So <laughs> with the, with, with the um, construct of the wounded healer, so, it's, so from what I gleaned, so instead of dealing with your wounds through outward, everyday concrete moments in life, this is more about reflecting on your wounds and doing potentially challenging but rewarding inner work. And it's uh, a time to pay attention to your dreams, dreaming, addressing past trauma. I'm just taking little bits and pieces from this article that I pulled up. Uh, you know, n- not a bad time to, you know, if you need to work out something with a therapist. Um, but right now it's in Aries. And so you could feel a sense of urgency to want to attend to your wounds and insecurities in a fast and furious uh, way. So it's like you have this feeling that you just want to rip off the bandage to move on with your life, but that's counter to its purpose. So what this article is suggesting is the best way to deal with it the patience because it's an airy. It's to lean into the brave, gung-ho, fearless side of that side while doing your best to slow down and take this chance to heal one step at a time. That totally describes the going on. So I have been um, just working uh, leaps and bounds I'm teaching, I'm casting multiple projects that are all very, very important and, and the casting extremely, extremely challenging. But the reward, I already know, immense because of the narratives and the stories that we're, we're telling. It's always the type of work I've been drawn to uh, my whole career. Um, one... One story is like a surreal, supernatural take on um, a border town and um, the immigration issue. And the director is the head of production at Harvard. Excuse me. Not this. This has anything? That's his day job. Like his day job is working at Harvard, and then he's a filmmaker. I'm like, okay. Really? Can you? Really smart person. Duh. Really smart. So um that's super super important and then the other one deals it hits really close to home deals with um uh, a younger uh woman in midlife or in mature life rather so early 60s but with a rare form of dementia that um it just doesn't make it just doesn't make sense for someone in the prime of her mature life and to have been like a mother who like ran the show and now her millennial daughter in her thirties um, has to be her caregiver and the beauty and the grace and the and the, the challenges and the sorrow uh, that goes with that and there and it's also it's a uh, Latin X story. And mm-hmm. there are glimpses, like when I read the script, and these are all short films. When I read the script, um, it just took my breath away. There, there were just these visual moments that were identical to moments I had with my mother. And what's really cool about that one, part of an incubator for um, women, um, women filmmakers of color, and it's uh, supported by Netflix. Ah. Oh, Jess. And Netflix is going to, um, host the screening. I don't, you know, that could be six months from now. It takes, film takes a while to, you know, get done, whatever. Sometimes it could move fast. So that's another one happening at the same time. Then all the in-house casting, which were almost done for these micro projects, um, at, uh, NYU and with one particular story, um, all of these are written and made for the student body for the demographic. So the roles are going to be super young, but in one film that deals with uh, reproductive rights, uh, and we have a uh, young um, Asian lead to play the daughter. And I have great actresses in mind to play the mother. So, of course, I have to go outside of that talent pool. But my uh, boss, founder of, well, she's my boss on top of my boss. She's the founder of the program. And in a very privileged, very L.A.-esque, even though she's based in New York, but she really functions like she's a L.A. producer, um, has been wanting me to try to attach Uh, Main talent. No one's going to do it. And I'm going to tell you that right now. So, but I'm doing the dance and I'm playing the game and I'm going back and forth and I'm jumping through hoops. And as I predict, uh, people aren't available or it's not for them. I'm doing this dance. And um, I I know that I'm dealing with someone who I'm going to say, I believe it's. A, just a drop, half a drop, I believe, on the spectrum because I just feel that, that that she's been in such this privileged bubble, but the way that she communicates, and I'm saying this with a lot of respect and, and with no criticism, I feel that she she may not necessarily be diagnosed with that, but it's in there, but there is definitely some very benign narcissism in there, Mm. very benign. I mean, it's in there. And I feel that that goes with just being just a a touch, a nano drop on the spectrum. And I've been going on this merry-go-round of having these conversations with, with you know, these huge agents of these huge people, the assistants rather, knowing where it's going to go. Also, hello, your girl's psychic, but I'm not saying nothing. So I know, I know where this is going to go. And when I, and I'm like, I step ahead of everything. And when I emailed her uh, an update, just to sort of show her the lay of the land of what was going on. And I, and I do have a plan B of someone who's brilliant that I could reach personally um, that's in my back pocket. So when I gave her the update to basically say all these people in her delusion, you know, aren't available, can't do it, won't do it, whatever, whatever, whatever. Then she's like, well, how about, so Asian, right? So how about Lucy Liu? She went, we went to the same high school. Meanwhile, <laughs> Lucy Liu went to the same. Okay. This is what I'm just going with a little, okay. Okay. I'm not saying crazy because I'm being nice. I'm not saying crazy. I ain't saying it. What I said is that I didn't say that. Okay? So so I mean and that was after, you know that, that was after uh I I telling her that it looks like Sandra O oh is gonna pass. So it's like take an Asian, any Asian. I'm like stop. I like stop it. So what I did Oh yeah. And this is just but, one little don't you know don't day. you
0: know Michelle Yo? Ye- I mean surely Michelle Yo Ye- I mean, could Ye- do it too, right? Oh, she's awesome I mean, my girlfriend. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know. she's my girlfriend.
1: Oh yeah, we're having we're having lunch after we're having, we're having lunch today. Oh yeah, I know Michelle Young. Yeah, she's my girl. Yeah, yeah, she's the one who taught me my moves. So this is why how I can like you know, she taught me all my moves. and so I'm dealing with all this shit. Like it's like my my line is I'm an octopus playing d- double dutch. I'm like, okay, what are we doing? Okay, 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 jump in it, jump Okay, okay, I got this. Oh yeah, it's insane. When I saw in the email, I mean, oh, thank you, Lucy, for being on top of it. I'm like, hello, all of that, and then she's like, "What about Lucy Lou?" <laughs> Sorry, I have to laugh. What about Lucy Lou? We went to the same high school, bitch. Lucy Lou went to your high school twenty twenty years after you went to your high school I'm just <laughs> taking a guess i'm i'm not saying i'm just gonna ta- i'm just gonna take a guess and what I decided to do because I usually respond um, within receiving the email i'm like okay, we're done now you're, and also, too, I also explained that Lucy Liu's agent's assistant, like, well, it's pretty unlikely because it's the short. And then um, my boss comes back with, well, if you explain that it could be part of an anthology. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, Charles Dixon. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jane what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Like, the, bu- the bubble of privilege and insulation, you know, she founded this, they founded this program. Thirty-one years ago, I don't know how they did it. But it's I'm so blessed because my work environment and this community is so first-rate and so beautiful and so amazing, and I'm getting paid what I deserve. Finally, like it, I I'm I'm so fortunate and so blessed that this is what I've been doing for almost a, a year now. Thank goodness, but at the same token, when I saw that line about the, the two delusions, one about not really processing what I'm saying, like no is no, right um, But seeing that there that it's like a wiring thing i'm not I'm not anxious, I'm not angry, I'm not frustrated, I'm like, okay, all right, we're gonna roll up our sleeves. And I'm going to send her an email today. I'm going to recommend somebody that I can contact personally because I knew her before she got on her TV show as someone that I know would do as good because this actor is one of the best actors I've known for many, many years, and she's on the show Kung Fu. So she is nothing to sneeze at, and I remember when she was a hungry young actor, and I'm so proud of her. Her name's Vanessa Kai, and she's one of the most brilliant actors. I knew her from stage, and then uh, now screen, but I, I know her, and I've cast her multiple times over the years. We go back, um, I would say over 15, 16 years. We go back a long time. They should and I, I already have uh clips from her show I all this, and I want to say, I think we need to go with someone I know I can access directly, and if that doesn't work for you, um, then I, I I don't know I don't know if I'm going to say this because I don't want to be self sabotaging. I'm getting paid a little extra money because I'm going through hoops. I've gone through hoops so much with my, my, my teaching job because they basically made me their in-house casting person and they made, made that part of my curriculum. So, but the, all the extra work at night over the weekend, um, getting, uh, countless text messages of all hours and emails from my boss. Okay, that's absorbed into my my teaching salary, but to get, you know, Lucy Lou or freaking uh um, Sandra, oh. Sandra, Sandra O, Sandra O, <laughs> and then and then and then, you know, there was playing there were they were toying with, well maybe it could be like someone who adopted, which could have been an interesting interesting angle. Um but um The two contenders that, uh, we agreed on are also not available. I'm like, no one, no one that is famous for a name is going to be available the middle of August for a, um, uh, for a short film. Sorry. Unless they personally know somebody. My girl personally knows me. Now she's not famous. Like she, no, she's not famous, but she's she's on a TV show that that that, got, that they're doing they're doing season 2. She may not even be available.
0: Hmm.
1: And I don't know if I probably will say a lot less in the email. I'm just thinking out loud because there's a part of me that wants to say and if that doesn't work for you i'll I'll graciously not take the extra cast, <laughs> the fee for casting because at this point I'm like over it, but i don't want I don't want to express that, but it's like I'm dealing with someone that isn't totally completely here um, when she talks to anybody um it's a wormhole. It's never short and sweet and concise.
0: Mm.
1: It's never like if she stops me if she stops me in the hallway when I'm trying to go home, it's a twenty minute conversation. <laughs> she said, Well, she's one of those. She's one of those. Mm-hmm. When you see the caller ID, it's like, Okay, where is it quiet? Because it's gonna take a minute. It's not like da 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 bye. She doesn't, she's some some people just don't have that capacity to just be to the point real quick and keep it moving. (laughs) So while all that is going on, not to mention two young men that I'm feeding, this whole Wounded Healer, Chiron, and Retrograde, I've been um, at my highest level of functioning and then in between Bouts of exhaustion, release, crying, like it's crazy. And what I've learned, thank you, Michael Singer, because now I finished The Untethered Soul, just, you know, chapters reading and, you know, listening to chapters, and now I'm back to his podcast, re-listening to his podcast, and I'm so glad because I, it it never gets old. And one thing that I heard recently that made so much sense with going on with this uh, Chiron re- uh, retrograde situation, what he said is how the trauma comes in and then gets stored. It gets stored because that's how we protect ourselves. But then when the when the trauma is, you know, when you've grown and you've done the work, and I feel like I've been putting in the work for five years. I mean, my whole life. But concentrated the last five years, where I'm kind of seeing now very recently, you know, the the light peering into the darkness. That when you are releasing that trapped trauma or that stored trauma, rather, to make space for for all that's what's coming in. You're getting a return on your energetic um, investment. But the way that it comes out is the way that it comes in. And, you know, trauma is not a walk. It's called trauma for a reason. It's not a walk in the park. So I really have had to give myself moments to trust that I'm doing enough um, work-wise. Now, not in the studio classroom, hello, she's there, she's in person, she's teaching, but when I'm doing all the admin work for for casting. And the past, like years before COVID and everything else, I would just really disregard and dismiss myself and just feel the only effective way is just to push through. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing that. It's, 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 It's letting things breathe and stepping back and going, and then returning back to the to the task at hand and just reminding myself that i got this and everything is okay and um those are those are the things that are happening right now but then on the peripheral there are other like side projects that uh, aren't fully in motion but there's side conversations there's also <clears throat> other things i'm not even mentioning feeling that this is the way to go, like, work smarter, not harder. Like, stepping, stepping back. And I'm very proud of myself that I refuse to respond to uh, my boss. I will this morning after the show. But mm-hmm. I'm so glad. I'm like, uh, no, we're not, no, Lucy Liu, No, <laughs> sorry. No, no. We went to the same high school. What does that mean? Why do I need to know that? <laughs> Why? Why? So it was very helpful to understand that this Chiron in retrograde so reflective of what's going on internally. So, have you been feeling anything sort of parallel to, to that,
0: girl? No.
1: <laughs> no, meaning, girl. Oh, girl! I'll put into context meaning me. Oh, meaning that the wounded. He, I got a wounded healer right now on the phone. Meaning the wounded healer, instead of dealing dealing with that on the outside, that it's more internal. Yeah. Yes. Um, Thank you.
0: All right, girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you funny. You so funny.
0: We should do a podcast
1: together for twelve years. You so funny! Oh my god, that oh, I laugh
0: Oh my goodness, give her!
1: Oh, listen, would you like to play a frustrated
0: single mother of a pregnant uh. teen? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Girl, um, girl! Oh, well, it's interesting when you mention because I I haven't haven't been paying attention to the planetary influences either beyond the moons. Um, but my mm-hmm. in my natal chart, Chiron is in Aries. Uh, so oh, it probably hits home That's what's a happening. lot. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I think a lot of things have been building to this where, you know, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I have to look at and, and, and work through and deal with because it's coming up. But what's interesting is I think a lot of, a lot of the stuff in my chart is when I was born is retrograde. So maybe that feeling of, being stationary or going backwards is like, like, that's what I'm used to. Okay, whatever. So, Mm -hmm. you know, when, when, when stuff goes in retrograde, it doesn't quite throw me off as much. I mean, not to say it doesn't affect me, but it, because it does, but it's not to the degree that most people who completely wig out about it, it's not that case. It's just, Oh, okay. You know, so we'll, I just, I have learned to adapt perhaps a little quicker because of that. And the, the expectations are just different if there are any expectations at all. But it's interesting with this wounded healer that it's true because so much of it is, um, it's just internal, it's internal work. And um, so things that, that come up, you know, with me, it's always, well, I shouldn't say always, but a lot of it has to do with this identity and sense of self and um you know, I guess, in a sense, feeling independent or feeling like I can take care of things on my own, not, not to, to push anyone away, but just to see if that's what I can do. And yeah, you know, being able to support myself or being able to take care of my stuff and and to do it fully. Um, When I look at everyone else who's, you know, they're, you know, 30 years into taking care of themselves, like really, really, really well, or in, in my eyes, like, oh, you have all this stuff. And like, for me, it's, it's been such a different way of going about living my life. Um mm-hmm. that it so it's trying to reconcile all the things that I'm that I'm already experiencing with things that I think I should do. I think that's an interesting mm. phrase. You know, I should yeah. do this. But right. you know, if if it was never really my picture to begin with, um, why am I trying to fit put myself down the paintbrush them into put that the paintbrush right. down. Right. right. So like for, for you, I get with, you know, you, you and you've been doing this for a while, like you said, at least the last five years where you're, you're changing yeah. the way you respond to things and the way you react to things. And you're, right. you're looking at, um uh, you know, finding that, that balance with knowing some of the things you kind of have to do to it, like you're going not just going to the motor, doing the dance, um, right? But you also know that there are certain things you could put into play. Like you can, there are certain responses you could do that would just feel gratifying in the moment, but probably wouldn't do anything to help you down the right. road. So you're you're like, right. okay, I know I could say that, I'd be justified in saying that or doing that, but in the bigger picture, that doesn't help anything. It, it's it's uh, it's or it it's regressive, <laughs> aggressive, regressive. Um, so you're figuring out how to fuel that into something where it actually does move everything forward, not just you, but the whole project, the bigger picture. Um, they're like it's like choosing choosing the colors that you're painting with. And even if you're feeling like, ah, it's, it's black, I'm going to use black for everything just because boo, you know, whatever. And you decide, you know what? It's still, I'm still the one with the paintbrush. If we're going to use that, if I'm the one with the paintbrush, and even though I'm not feeling pastelly colors right now, (laughs) you know, um, I know that if I just act off of feeling, you know, reactive, I could ruin what I've been working on. And that's not the picture I want to paint. So right. I will either Maybe I'll step away from a moment. Like you're doing, you're just going to let it sit for a moment. Um, and I never and, do that. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but you know, it gives, it, it, so you're just making some smarter choices and and right. you're, you're understanding why you're doing it. Right. Um, a lot of times when we're just in our program, we're just doing it because that's what we know to do. And, right. um, and we also know how to do the recovery from it, <laughs> and you're just exactly, kind of cutting out right. that you're cutting out that additional action that you know is not—it's just it's not worth right. your time and energy anymore because you understand right. how that works. Um, right. So interesting. Yeah, and and I pulled up. I, I'm going to look at that later from your friend um, on Instagram about astrology content yeah i mean the name always i mean he can was like whatever it's
1: like (laughs) elemental p okay whatever
0: (laughs) so that's what's interesting is i'm going to read that but it's 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 in it for for a bit right i mean this 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 uh, i'm going to also send you the article that i found online oh yeah Yeah. that's what i that's what i was quoting from yeah she
1: posted today there's something a new moon in leo coming up or something Mm-hmm. I didn't pay too close attention to that. That's just she just posted that. Yeah, I'm gonna send this article to you. It's just a random article, but that's what I was um, uh, quoting from. But I'll send that to you uh, now. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Well, good for us that we're sort of, you know, reframing things for mm-hmm. change because mm-hmm. we never do that. You know. <laughs> We just think like what you
0: said. What I should do, you know? Yeah, yeah. So and even when when you say it, it doesn't feel right. Like, oh, yeah, you know, like it should, um, right? But, but it just doesn't feel. There, well, yeah. we have to pay
1: attention to why do we feel right? Why do why do we feel, you know, uh, that resistance? Right.
0: Mm-hmm. There you go. Girl, it's exhausting. Um, yeah. Well, you know, when you do the work, it's work. It's still work. <clears throat> it has to be done. Um, so yeah, it can be it can be very exhausting. I've got uh Marguerite and Jen in the chat and so good morning to you both. Um good morning. And Jen has written some stuff in there. Uh one, she just so you know, she is asking for a card for this week. But she's also okay. writing about uh, Chiron. She said, Chiron is in my north node. And she said, I have no idea what that means. And then she wrote yeah. in, like, where her north node is, is in uh, Pisces. So she's just writing this out. I'm just going to read it because I think it's interesting. Uh, she doesn't source where she got it from, but I guess she's just Googled it. North node is in 11 degrees Pisces. Um, you're attracted to others who need your assistance. Hmm uh you seem to go out of your way to form relationships with those who are weak, sick, injured, addicted, or troubled in some way or or, or other at your best mm. you can indeed provide the relief that others need but in times but at times you can be victimized by those who would prey on your mm. good nature and take advantage mm. of you this can lead mm. to all sorts of negative situations make sure Mm. that those you assist are truly worthy of your time energy and commitment a little enlightened self-protection self-protectiveness on your part can make your life work much much smoother she said that makes sense
1: makes so much sense yep yeah yeah yeah, that's good
0: you know piso pisces is a very generous it's the last um it's the last sign in the zodiac so that, that need to, to give and to kind of put a lot of people on pedestals. Oh, you know, oh, they're they're doing so well, or I want them to do well. I believe in them. I want to help them out. And so they're very giving until something happens. And then it's like, well, turn that off. <laughs> you know? Um, uh, so with, with Pisces and, and I speak from, from living with the Pisces, my cousins are Pisces, both my parents are Pisces. Um, mm-hmm. there can be that, um, Sometimes that they'll use this, this word, the addictive quality, because uh, it's sort of so. Pisces and Neptune are very closely related. I want to say Pisces is ruled by Neptune, but it's it can be a very dreamy, you know, kind of quality about that whole situation. And then the reality of it is, though sometimes it's not—it's not all that. Like it's all smoke and mirrors. And, and but the other side of it is that yeah, there's stuff that's happening, or or there's just a lot of uh, emotion behind it, or there's stuff that's a, not that it has to be deeply injured or anything like that. But there's just a little something a little off, and um, and it's not even putting them in wrong. It just means learning how to deal with with emotions. So if everything is, you know, happy, happy, happy all the time. Well, one, we know that's not always true. Like there are going to be things that happen that aren't going to be like the best thing ever (laughs) and the best feeling ever. It's going to be some type of of obstacle or challenge. And so do you gloss over it or do you work through it? You give it the the respect it needs at that situation. And do you find something also deeper within you uh, to work work through it? And and I think – depending on your gender, I'd say growing up, you may be taught, you know, if you're a female that you're, you have to be teppy and positive all the time. And, um, you, know, you may be taught that you can't show, or if you're male, you can't be, you can't show your emotions, you know? So there, there's mm-hmm. so many things that combat like our, what our true nature is. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and our true nature is going to be different from the next person, even if you live in the same household. Even if you're brought up by the same parents, um, correct. So, ah, there's there's a lot that we learn um, from our I guess from our North Node, which is um, there's a book from a an astrologer. She's already passed, um, but her name's Jan Spiller, S P I L L E R, and she does a lot of stuff. Mm. She has a book called Spiritual Astrology, and it's about mm. the it's about the North Nodes. Um, I want to say that's the one. That's the one that I'm looking at right now. But no, this is talking about eclipses. Um, but I think that has something to do with with nodes as well. But maybe not, but I think it does. Well, she definitely has some stuff about north nodes. I have like a couple of her books. So this is the one that I was looking at just just quickly. Now, this is about eclipses. But Jan Spiller, she, she's passed, but I think her website is still up. Someone else is running it. And, mm-hmm. um, she so can kind of talk a little bit more about North nodes and that, and that sometimes that has to do a lot with dealing with, um, like North nodes and South nodes is about nodes of the moon, um, and past lives, uh, and then how to, uh, what you're doing in this life to, to combat what you're doing in the la- in the past life. It's really interesting. So, um, let's see they're respecting me. It's a good way to phrase that. Yeah. Alisa, my Pisces son is the first to cry. My Virgo kids rarely. So yeah, those are Pisces and Virgo are opposite polar opposites. So Pisces is definitely, it's a water sign, very more, much more emotional. Virgo is more, um, well, it's an earth sign, but it's also ruled by Mercury. So there's a lot of mental aspects. It's more if, logically, if, maybe they'll cry, you know, um, but um Mm. Yeah. Oh, and she said her moon is in Pisces, and obviously her sun is in Aries. We knew that. Well, you know, I remember that. She's she's um an Aries sun, moon in Pisces. So yeah. So then also your emotions factor in, and then if you have your North Node in in Pisces, hmm, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to look up. And I, I can, can kind of see this book is going to be on our downstairs shelf, which I can't get to. But um. Maybe, maybe on Thursday I'll bring it up. So she was talking about getting a card. And she okay. said, so funny. There is a huge lottery tonight, the Mega Millions, 790 million. Oh, here millions, she goes, I think. <laughs> here, she goes. here she goes, here she goes, here she goes. She's going to be paying attention to the number for this, for this message. Here we go.
1: Here we go, Bonnie and Clive. Here we go. Here we go. All right. She's funny. All right. Okay. are we ready? We're going to do this? Let's do it. So take okay. the word
0: "pick." Yeah, here yeah. we
1: go. Okay, yeah. I'm ready. Pick. Okay, the number associated with this message. I feel like I'm reading the lottery numbers. Uh, <laughs> two, right? Two, one, three.
0: Mm.
1: Okay, here is. Oh, I like this message. Okay. Within life's turbulence lie its greatest teachings. And being clear to always redirect to the expanding heart, you return home to source. Hmm. I'll read it again. Within life's turbulence lie its greatest teachings. And being clear to always redirect to the expanding heart, you return home home to source. It's exactly what we've been talking talking about. The turbulence.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Two, one, three. And as soon as you said two, one, three, I'm like, oh, that's a six. And then you talked about you know, a heart and love. Um, yeah, right, right. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, and that, so this two, one, three, you can look at it as a, as a, as a progression in that it starts with a two bridged by the one who is just self, but the two is already talking about bridging about, about wanting to connect. And then that three is also about understanding the the energy behind it and, and, and expanding it. So you go from maybe an idea of, you and, and, and in a situation or you and another person to yourself and you're, maybe you're part in it and then you extend it back out because you remember, you're reminded, oh yeah, but you know, I didn't, I didn't do this alone. I wasn't in this by myself. Um, and being clear, uh, is is also that reminder about the self that one in the middle about the self, if you know who you are or as you're as you're working to always a better understanding who you are um, and at the core of, of every person, even if it's a small core, <laughs> there's love uh, that's right, like the grinch mm-hmm. like even even the grinch was able to turn mm-hmm. it around um, so you are looking at being able to. Uh, um, it's almost like in that breath when we talk about taking a moment. And even what we're talking about earlier today, like you said, it's, it is what we've been talking about. It's, it's yeah. recognizing, recognizing that um, y- y- you are also able to express um, what some would maybe say the, the, the vulnerable side of yourself, which is actually the best part of yourself. And that's the right. part that really cares that's why that's, there's that vulnerability, because you actually do care. And there's a way to express I, that. Yeah, right. Uh, safely. Um, and, and part of it is just, just getting used to doing that, because when you're, uh, you know, we want to think strong and vulnerable as being very different, and it's not necessarily the case. So um, to be open allows you to show your vulnerabilities in a way that says, Oh, but you know what? This is also, like I said, it's the best part of who you are. And yeah, there's always a risk that someone won't recognize that or, you know, because they haven't, they haven't done that for themselves. So they're, they're, they tend to be lash out at other people. Um, but that's, that's how we, that's how we do grow and learn. So, uh, very interesting with the overall vibration being a six about love. And it's still Mm -hmm. at the core of it, that number one is still, you know, love of self because you understand who you are and you love who you are, Mm -hmm. even with, with all Mm -hmm. the stuff, you know, all the different facets of who you are. That's what makes a you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are times obviously when that vulnerability could be in the moment, maybe considered a weakness, but in the big, in the big picture it ends up being a strength. Um, Mm-hmm. Nothing is as immediate in our in our experience on this earth as like because uh, yeah, we don't always know. There's like a parable where you know you know the the father is like oh something happens to the land oh that, everyone's like oh it's so horrible and he's like well maybe everything with him was a maybe in, her, in his in his idea of things because he's like I sometimes in the moment it's a maybe because yeah it seems bad but maybe two days from now, it, it, it pans out that, Oh, that, that, now is now it's a good thing. Like, like that, that, that seemingly bad thing that happened means that you actually got bypassed for some other stuff because you're already dealing with your own stuff. (laughs) So you just, you just don't know what the timeline is, even as psychic as we could be. Um, Mm -hmm. There's still, so much more to the picture than what we can really glean at any given moment, um, right. and and even and it doesn't make you wrong. It just means you know what you're prepared to the best yes. of your ability, and the thing That's is, funny. you have to still adapt and change. You still have to you still have to know the land right. of the land. You still have to be paying attention. Be present. Yes, That's right, yeah, um, right. Or you
1: or you fall or you fall in the train tracks,
0: right. And to
1: talk or to or people. you have a
0: or you have a big pandemic that, that makes everyone sit with their stuff for a couple of years. That's right. That's um, right. So Yeah, uh, which still seems to be uh,
1: lingering about. It's a very it's a very confusing time right now. <laughs> mhm. Very confusing. So uh, yeah, great message that she took.
0: Yeah. She's so funny. She's like, after the lottery, I can pay for chiropractor school for my Pisces. <laughs> her son is a Pisces. She said her oh, life path is a six. So that means that the lottery is mine. Oh, yeah, she's a mom.
1: <laughs> six okay, is girl. home, too.
0: She's owning six it. Is home. Six is home. Yeah, six is home, too. Yeah, six. I love Four it. is really I'll, about I'll, home. Play the numbers, is, Jen. Play the numbers, girl. Uh, six play the six is definitely um, uh, an appreciation of wanting your home life to be as stable as possible, as as loving as possible. Cool. So, Era. yeah, that's it. That's all we ask. That's mm-hmm. absolutely the bottom, the bottom line.
1: Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. why I said fall through the train tracks is I returned to the scene of the crime mm-hmm. on, because I was working like non-stop through the weekend. But what I did on, let's say, was it Sat because we've been having like heat waves. Thunderstorm, yeah. like when you guys were storming, we were storming before, and then we were storming after. Uh, yeah, we had a storm yesterday. Lightning, like what you were talking about. So that's a massive heat's been insane here. So, what I did on Saturday afternoon, so I worked in the morning, and you know, remember when the hottest, the hottest part of the day used to be noon. Mm-hmm. I have never, you tell me, You. I have never in my life, like, the hottest part of the day is going to be at 4 o'clock? Excuse me? Yeah. Yeah,
0: that happens, too. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What is that? I don't, what is that? Well, that's think about you, it. It's been sitting in the sun all day. So, yeah. We, you know, <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's been absorbing oh Okay. <laughs> let's, I'll, I'll, okay. You don't need to be checking me with all that change. But what I'm trying <laughs> to tell you... <laughs> Well, I'm
1: trying. Oh, oh, you are just you are two for two. Okay, you're two for two. and We have twelve minutes. Okay, all right. Say number three. Keep number three. <laughs> two for two. What I'm trying to say <laughs> is that typically, like, you know, to go to the beach and stuff, I would like I like going like later in the day because it's not so hot. Like. 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and that shit doesn't work anymore because now that's mm. the hottest part of the day. But anyway, anyway. Okay. so I worked in the morning, and I w- – yeah, keep laughing. And I went to visit my girlfriend in Connecticut because she got the nice pool. Right. And I went back – so I went back to the scene of the crime. So I got there at 2 o'clock. We actually um, – she actually is the subject of my documentary, and I, and I – not often, but I will – occasionally help her with with different things. If she needs words of choices for a shoot or she needs advice on certain things, you know, we'll have a productive afternoon. We'll have a great time. She lives in a lovely space. And then on on, in her complex is this beautiful pool. So we didn't get to the pool till like 5 o'clock. So that was perfect. And then I didn't jump on the train home. It was almost 9 o'clock. I got home at almost 10 Mm o'clock. But And she's like, I'm going to watch you get on that train because what happened was she pulled away and then I texted her like, I just had an accident. Oh my God. I'm freaking out. She's like, Oh no, we're not doing that. (laughs) And what was so, what was so great? I felt so grounded. I felt confident. I felt together. Like I felt the shift and I kind of feel like I needed to fall. Like, I hate, like, my learning processes. Like, why does it have to be so apocalyptic? But whatever, we're going to get out of that. Mm -hmm. We're just breaking patterns left and right. But it felt very freeing to go back to the scene of the crime. And I got on and off that train like a boss. I was aware of my surroundings. I was in my body. I wasn't I wasn't uh, you know, I didn't leave my consciousness did not leave the building. And that's what happened. I wasn't Present,
0: and right. I remember
1: another friend saying to me about older people, like the falls happen because they're not present. They're they're in the past, or they're worried about the future. They're not present, and then they fall, and then it's a self-fulfilling then they're in the rabbit hole. I am terrified of that, mm. because then it's the beginning of the, like the whole. Oh, it's just terrifying. The whole thing is like advanced aging. Period, and then advanced aging in this country and how it's handled. I know I'm traumatized from my from my mother's decline. Just even working on the on this one film that I mentioned before, um, how somebody one day could just be so together, and then in in their early 60s get this rare form of dementia, that mm. you know their girlfriend in their 80s, who's much older, is in much better shape. Like it's terrible. Oh my God, why right. does it have to be like this? Why does it have to be like this? The fragility, that's the thing that, you know, I'm sure you think about it with your own parents, particularly your mother. It's terrifying. Mm -hmm. You know, like every day that you don't hear anything, it's like a gift. You know, no news is good news or that things are just status quo because it goes in stages. It's, Mm -hmm. oh, my God. Why does it have to be like this? Oh, my God. Not that I want to, I'm not ruled by my fears, but I'm not going to pretend that those concerns don't exist especially when you've lived through them in your own experience you see it you hear about it from people you're close to mm-hmm. it's oh my god i don't know why i don't know why is it like this why i don't know i don't know and i just feel and i know this is a very generalized statement i just feel it's so, it's more heightened in the in in, in the US I don't know mm-hmm. if it's medicine is big business or people I don't know institutions. I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know Well, I don't like thinking about it. I don't like thinking about it, but it's like I have to think about it.
0: Yeah. Um You know, we um uh, we had a a girls trip. So Sunday was basically a um, a girl's trip to the winery is, you know, it was not a ton of people. It was actually a very small number of people after a couple of households got hit with COVID. So, um, right. you know, I had this really big van and I had like four people in it, including myself. But we did That's meet up with, thing. right, I, mm-hmm. I met up with, a, one of our friends met us later in the day. Um, but it, so it was really uh-huh. nice. We we all sat around, uh, we drank some wine, we enjoyed some good food. Nice. And we just caught up and, and they, we arranged, there's probably a good 10 to 12 year difference. I actually can't remember how old some of these people are. Um, I was not the oldest person, but, um, but it was, it was really neat to just to see each other now. Like a lot of us just really couldn't remember if it's been at least five years since some of us have seen others some of it's been uh-huh. probably a little bit longer, and right. we're all sort of in the same boat. One of them had um, had lost her mother, I think, a year you know, ago, and that was so that, that, that was yeah, that they were super close. Um, mm-hmm. And so we've and you know one is dealing with a father uh, who is on on the decline, is now in assisted living, but is just really. Mm-hmm. Upset about it, doesn't want to be there. Oh, um, my God. It's devastating. Oh, my God. Uh, but also is stubborn and, and doesn't know how to take care. He really can't take care of himself. He refused. He used to be. Exactly. That's he's a retired, they think they can he's pick... a retired doctor yeah. as yeah. well. So that's oh, – like, oh, I, I, oh. his phrase is, like, I know what I did wrong, but he doesn't ever fix it. He just knows what he did wrong. Um, right. So we're all – we're all dealing with aging parents uh those oh. who have parents left you know right. at least one parent left and um and you know so it was just fair it was a, I i won't say eye opening because i was aware of it but it's just interesting to see that my own you know my peers are are also like yeah you know my 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 mother is retired retired not a retired doctor um but has been a widow since she was like thirty nine years old. Um, oh wow! And because mm-hmm. when that when that happened, she wasn't thinking about, uh, you know, end of life type stuff. She was just in shock. Right. And, but now it's been fast forward. She's in her seventies now, and um, oh Jesus! And she still hasn't quite come to terms with what to do with, you know, she yeah. has one one kid and one kid only. So oh God. Yeah, so those are some difficult conversations, um, especially if they're not in the right frame of mind to plan ahead that way or to think in those terms. Oh, my God, Um, yep. Yeah, so, you know. Yeah, I get it. It's
1: it's
0: being able to to just listen and, and, you know, everyone's had something to deal with with their parents. Like, yeah, you know, my parents, you know, one doesn't want to hear anything, <laughs> you know, right, there's right. There are all these little things that we're, we're just finding this common ground and, and we're recognizing that we need to be able to support each other in, in whatever mm-hmm. way, you know, if it's just like, you know, I just need a break, you know, okay, well let's go up to the wineries or, or let's, let's all grab something to eat together and just catch right. up, you know? So it doesn't have to be like freaking book club or anything like that, but it can be something where um it. It was just a nice way to be in a in a space where we have can have fun. that conversation. Yeah, and they didn't have, have so no space. kids. Some of them have right. kids of various ages. So it's like, oh, yeah, it's just right. I, I don't have to be with them right now. It's just my time. Exactly. Right. So, um, that, Again, so it's that, a good conversation. Yeah. have to
1: have Yeah, and you have to have fun. Yeah, mm. and, and to pay attention, like my, yeah, I started some paperwork for myself. Uh, it's very difficult, but, yeah, my goal is, to, like, to have all those directives, including euthanasia, uh, all that laid out by the end of the year. Right. Yeah. Terrifying. Terrifying.
0: Oh, and Marguerite wrote in, we usually hear about an adult child caring for their parents. That's that's true. And I think because some of my friends who are in this group are, you know, early 40s, it, it's, still, it's right. still new for them. It's it's not, well, they're not even yes. used to seeing their parents get older, much less, you know, really needing their thing. help. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And what I'm learning from this one film that I'm working on, um, there's now, like, my generation, they would call, like, the sandwich generation, meaning you're going to have, take care of your, you know, your children that might be, you know, teenagers or older, mm-hmm. and then your um your aging parents. But the generation uh, um, after my parents, my generation, a lot of us had children typically a little bit older, um, 30s, 40s, whatever. I had my kids, well, I adopted one, but uh, biologically, I gave birth to my kids in my 30s. So the generation, so I was like, oh, okay with all of that, but when um, this generation that had kids a little bit older, they call that the Panini generation of the the millennials. In their let's say they're in their 30s mm-hmm. uh, or approaching 40, whatever. Their kids are going to be younger, right? Right. But because their parents had children later in life, like in my generation, then they're more pressed, Hence the term panini generation. Where I'm the sandwich generation, they're the panini generation because it's becoming a caregiver at a younger age because your parents had you later in life. Right. So that's a whole. That's a whole thing too, you know, because people. You know, getting getting more career focused, et cetera. Right. So, it's very, very, very. It's a it's a very daunting and very interesting topic. But to be aware of it and not to to deny it, to face it. Like I, I am just so shook with what you know I experienced with with my mother's decline, and that you know the child of a woman who was really like turned into a boss she raised four of us by herself she turned her life around and then she just let herself disappear like it's just so such just such a tragic way to go
0: mm-hmm.
1: there were so many patterns that were broken with her that that i was spared that i'm hoping that 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 that's one that i i can i can spare my kids of
0: mhm
1: i can spare my kids of dealing with that i hope so I mean, I spared my kids of, of, you know, not remaining in the marriage. So maybe I can spare my kids of that. I'll just finish, because I know we're at the end of the show. I'll just finish with this. I have a friend of mine whose mother passed of cancer in her. She was young. She was like 63, 64. Oh, wow. And one of the things, yeah, young. And one of the things her mother said to her was, I'm so glad I spared you at my old age. Because she did not want. Yeah. And that's such a. Dev- such a loving yet tragically devastating statement to say. Yeah. You know, and I don't want it to be so black and white. Like, you know, if I'm going to live, you know, into my eighties or whatever, I I would just hope that it's not going to be like. I just don't want that to be an option. I don't know, well, be- but anyway, it's 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 helpful to have these conversations. So that's great that you had that girls' trip, and yeah. That- there's that freedom and that beauty and that and that solidarity, that sisterhood to to connect. Mm-hmm. I don't think our parents ever had conversations like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so uh, you know at, at least we're we're evolving or at least aspiring to evolve. So on that note, if you guys need to get a hold of us, you can send a message to l o a and we'll be back on the air this coming Thursday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. Take care of yourself and each other. And as always, let the light do the work on two brighter days ahead. Love you. I Love you. Bye.